I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Ah, hello, Elliot. Please, come in, come in. Hi, B. Uh, what's under that sheet over there? Is it an easel? Elliot, I have been inspired by one of our topics for today's show, Leonardo da Vinci. I'm exploring my artistic side, and under that sheet, as you call it, is my masterpiece. And I am ready to unveil it. Oh, that's so exciting. I can't wait to see it. Wait no longer. Voila! <gasps> is that me? It certainly is. You are a wonderful subject for a painter. Did you know that about yourself? It's really great, Dee. Thank you. I'm honored, though I can't help but notice you took some... Artistic license? Of course. I am, after all, an artiste. I put you on this canvas as I see you. I take it that's why I have a clown nose and an eye patch. It reminds me of how often our other historical figure today, President Theodore Roosevelt, was a frequent subject of political cartoon caricatures. You are 100% correct. I charge you for it, but I know great art is priceless. Yeah, well, there is that. Yeah, that's why I'm not offering to buy it. Eric, please play the theme song. What do you think you know about the greats from history? The game is on, get some energy and buckle up your brain Cause it's time to play, it's the Who Was Podcast Cause it's time to play the Who Was Podcast Live from Tongvaland, or so-called SoCal, Los Angeles, welcome to Who Was, the history quiz show that gives contestants the chance to win mega prizes and podcast glory. I'm B, your announcer and co-pilot. And here's your host, the man who puts the seance in renaissance, 
Elliot Kalin. Thank you, B, and welcome everyone to the Who Was podcast. This show, it's like Jeopardy, only with surprise guests, silly games, and a Sunday bar with free topics. Even gummy bears? Especially gummy bears. <gasps> Be right back. Our contestants were sent Who Was books about two great figures from history. Now they're here to show off their knowledge in the hopes of winning fantastic prizes, prizes, prizes. Oh, oh, sorry, ice cream headache and gummy bear tummy. Oh, today we're learning about two Renaissance men, Theodore Roosevelt and Leonardo da Vinci. But before we meet them, let's meet our contestants. First up, we've got Balthazar. Balthazar, please introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Balthazar and I got a dog this year. <gasps> you got a dog this year? That's so exciting. Have you been wanting a dog for a long time? Yeah, I have. What kind of dog is it? Half Cavalier King Charles, half Bichon Poodle. And so did you take the, each of those dogs and you took half of each and then put them together to make one dog? Balthazar is shaking his head yes. That's definitely how he did that. And I've got to know, what's so that I can write the dog a letter, what's this dog's name? His name's Charlemagne. <laughs> Charlemagne, wow. What a regal what name. What a namesake. What a namesake to live up to. Now, does he do anything like, you know, like a like a ruler that's going to take over a, a lot of lands? Is, is he living up to his name like that? No. No. Okay. Does he do any tricks? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> if that includes chewing on my finger. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that's a trick. That's a trick. Thanks so much for joining us today, Balthazar. Yeah, thank you, Balthazar. All right, and also with us today, we have Mira. Mira, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Mira. I love to travel, and I read in the middle of the night. What is your attack on reading in the middle of the night? Do you do a flashlight under the covers? Do you have a book light that you clip to the book? Do you have a headlamp? Or can you see in the or dark? Or can you see in the dark? <laughs> Kind of all of them. I used to have a nightlight, but I lost it. And then, and then now I just use my alarm clock nightlight. Okay. What are you uh, currently reading? I like reading graphic novels. Well, graphic novels with like cliffhangers. I like adventure books, comedy. I read a lot of books. Thank you to you both just for being here today. We're excited to have you. And thank you to Eric, our musician, for all the music you'll be hearing in this episode today. So that's Who Is Balthazar and Mira. Now let's find out who was Theodore Roosevelt with four fast facts. Four fast facts. Theodore Roosevelt was born in 1858 and died in 1919. As president of the United States, Theodore Roosevelt championed fairness for citizens and fought to break up big railroad monopolies. Theodore Roosevelt wrote over 35 books, was a champion boxer, expert taxidermist, a hunter, a naval officer, and a family man. We call him a renaissance man because he's good at a lot of stuff. And the teddy bear was named after him. Four Fastbacks. You know, if I were to have a stuffed animal named after me, I'd want it to be the mighty T-Rex. So people would call it the B-Rex. That and I have very short arms, like disturbingly short arms. <laughs> Yeah, the, I've always thought you were kind of like a T-Rex that way. It's really cool. If I were to have a stuffed animal named after me, I'd want it to be a wolf. And then you could call it Elliot Wolf. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, I don't know. It kind of sounds like someone who does your taxes. <laughs> like a, But like a cool guy who does your taxes, right? <laughs> cool. Yeah, like a cool accountant. Account cool. And how about you? Uh, Mira, uh, what kind of stuffed animal would you want named after you? Maybe I would want, like, 
a panda or something. Okay, the Mira panda. I like it because it kind of <laughs> rhymes a little bit. And uh, Balthazar, what about you? What kind of animal would you want named after you? I want a fly. <laughs> oh, hey, interesting. Why a fly? That's an interesting choice. Pandas, they're cute. We all, we pandas, all love pandas. We understand they're cute. Everybody loves bamboo. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, because bamboo's delicious. Bamboo's yeah. delicious. Why a fly? That's an interesting choice. Because I can kill them. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. There's a lot going on there psychologically, Balthazar. I don't know if we have the time to dig into it all the way, but those those stuffed animals are great. Yeah, those are great choices, and I think in the stores soon we're gonna see them: the Mira Panda and the Balthazar Fly. But now let's get to our first game: True or False. False. Is it true or is it false? Is it false or is it true? Is it true that it was false? Or is it false that it was true? True. False. True or false? In this game, B will read a statement about Theodore Roosevelt, and you'll tell us if it's true or... False. False, you guessed it. And since it's our first game, each question is worth one point. Balthazar, you're up first. Theodore Roosevelt was the first American to win the Nobel Peace Prize. True. That's right, it's true. The Nobel Peace Prize it honors individuals or groups that work hard to promote peace in the world. And in 1906, Roosevelt won the award for helping end the Russo-Japanese War, a big war between Russia and Japan. Other U.S. presidents have also won the Nobel Prize, Woodrow Wilson, Jimmy Carter, and Barack Obama. Okay, Mira, the next question is for you. Mira, true or false? One of Theodore's well-known features were his very small teeth. False. That's right, it's false. He actually had huge teeth. He was known for having enormous elephantine teeth. In fact, it's something that cartoonists latched onto. They'd draw his teeth even bigger than they were in real life, and in real life they were already very big. A newspaper once called him Teethador, which doesn't really roll off the tongue, but maybe it's funny in print. If you look at it, maybe it's a funny name. Okay, Balthazar, back to you. True or false? As a politician, Theodore believed that he had to fight crookedness, whether it was great or small. False. I'm sorry, that's true. Theodore was known as a reformer, someone who wants to change government and society to help as many people as possible and to keep it honest so it's not crooked. One thing he supported was better working conditions. He believed people should be safe at their jobs, which sounds like a good idea. Maybe unless your job is like shark feeder, there's a little bit of da danger that goes into that. It can only be so safe. Mira, you get the last question of the round. Because Theodore was a city kid growing up, he signed orders and legislation to make the rest of the U.S. look like his hometown, Manhattan. He poured concrete and erected skyscrapers all across the U.S. That's false. You're right, that's false. From his youth, Theodore loved the outdoors, even though he was a city kid. He often traveled to the vast open spaces of the West. Theodore Roosevelt believed in conservation, that's preserving the country's natural resources. And as president, he helped preserve 150 national forests. And that's the end of True or False. True, 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 true or false. What a great first round, everybody. Now, before we go to a break, we're going to go to producer Jane with our first round scores. Elliot and B, I don't mind telling you the panda has outdone the fly this time. Mira has two points. Balthazar, one point. It's very close. It's still anybody's game, panda or fly. And we'll be back with our next game after this short break. Eric, please play us some big teeth music. That's a lot of wisdom. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Who Was Podcast. Today we're learning who was Leonardo da Vinci and who was Theodore Roosevelt. Now, back to your host, Elliot Kalin. Thanks, B. Before we get to the next game, let's find out a little bit about who this next game is about. Leonardo da Vinci with four fast facts. Four fast facts. Leonardo da Vinci was born in 1452 and died in 1519. At 12 years old, da Vinci was apprenticed to a famous Italian artist, Andrea del Verrocchio. Experts are certain of only 13 paintings that da Vinci painted, and three of them are unfinished. In addition to painting, da Vinci was also an engineer, an inventor, an athlete, and a musician. Talk about a Renaissance man, only in this case, instead of Theodore Roosevelt, it was actually during the Renaissance. Four fastbacks. All right, Mira and Balthazar, I'm wondering, Da Vinci was such a, an amazing artist. Do you have any artists that you really love? My friend Aria draws really well. That's really cool. Yeah, what kind of stuff does she draw? She draws like mythical cats. Cool. Mythical cats, I love what that. What makes them mythical? Because regular cats are already a little magical. What makes these ones mythical? They have like wings and like chomp tails. They have like horns and things. Wait, chomp tails? So they have uh, like a chomp, like a Venus flytrap mouth on their tail? Yeah, kind of. She would draw like pictures of like us as one of them. I would have like the bigger one and she would have the smaller one, but it's sharper. Oh, oh wow. Okay, that's tough. It's like, do you want it to be big or is it small and sharp? You know, it's like 50-50. Yeah. Are these available online? Does she have, does she have an Etsy? Does she have an Etsy shop? Yeah, where do I buy a T-shirt with a with a with a mythical cat with wings and a chomp tail on it? That'd be an amazing <laughs> shirt. Yeah, Belsazar, what about you? My friend Jake makes messy pictures. Messy pictures? What makes him so messy? He just scribbles them, stabs his pencil into the paper, and then just 
like draws a picture. Ooh, sounds like an impressionist. Mm -hmm. Or an expressionist, some kind of impressionist. This is some kind of impressionist art, very impressive. All right, well, thank you both so much for sharing um, about your friends who are artists. That's so cool. And you know, Elliot, Leonardo da Vinci was really so well-rounded, yet most people probably only know him as a painter. That's true, B. I figure it's because he painted the Mona Lisa, the most famous painting in the world. You ever wonder what it was like when he was painting her? Because here's how I think it probably went. Coming! Hello, can I help you? Hi, yeah, I'm looking for someone named Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci, that's me. You must be... Elisa Giardini, but call me Mona Lisa. It's a nickname, I'm hoping it's gonna catch on. Trust me, after I paint your portrait, everyone will know the name Mona Lisa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, slow down there. Who do you think you are, Michelangelo? Everybody always brings that guy up. Okay. Amona, come in here and have a seat. I want to try a few different things to warm up. Aren't I just supposed to smile? Eh, maybe eventually. But it feels weird to me to tell the women to smile. <laughs> Let's try something on the opposite end first. Give me... betrayal. Like your best friend stole your doggy. What? Why would Isabella Luciano take my dog? Because she was jealous. Now... Show me that disbelief, a fire in your eyes, yes? Amazing, your expressions are magnifico. Now, fear, tell me, Mona Lisa, what are you most scared of? Parrots. They're always up to something, you never know what they're gonna say. Yes, now, uh, show me your face if a parrot flew in right now. Perfecto! Now, let's move to joy. Maybe you imagine you're at a beautiful beach with the sun on your skin. Now, give me a laugh like you're frolicking in the waves. <laughs> yes, a perfect. That's the smile I want. That's the smile I'm going to paint. Don't move a muscle for like three days while I get this down. This is the Mona Lisa smile that's gonna make me famous and be the title of a movie that's probably Julia Stiles' best performance on a film. Leo, what are you talking? It's not me. It's B's mind that's coming up with this ridiculous outtake. B, I think it's time to go back to the show now. And they lived happily ever after. Wow. Great dream sequence, don't you think, Elliot? I've told you, I can't see what you see when you're daydreaming. But let's keep the momentum going with our next game, Hashtag History. Hashtag History. Hashtag History. Hashtag History. Hashtag History. Hey! Okay, contestants, in this game, B will read you a hashtag Leonardo da Vinci might have used on his social media if they had that back then when he was alive. And you will tell us what it's about. And since this is our second game, each question is worth two points. Go for it, B. All right, Mira, this first question is for you. The first hashtag is hashtag brush with greatness. Would Leonardo use this hashtag because A, as a part of his first job, he had to make paintbrushes for an artist, or B, Leonardo loved to brush his hair daily? A. That's right, the answer is A. Leonardo was an artist's apprentice, which is basically a student who learns a trade and does the more basic chores that the artist he studies under doesn't want to do so that they can focus on creating. Uh, there were no art supply stores back then, so apprentices learned how to make both paintbrushes and paint 
For the brushes, they used animal hair, such as those from hogs and squirrels. So to get that hair, I guess Leonardo was also a squirrel barber. What a renaissance man. Leo's next hashtag is for you, Baltazar. The second hashtag is hashtag supper time. Would Leonardo use this hashtag because A, Leonardo had his own food network show called Diners, Drive-Ins, and Da Vinci's, or B, Leonardo created a famous painting called The Last Supper? B. That's right, the answer is B. Leonardo painted one of his most famous paintings, one of the most famous paintings in history, The Last Supper. It's a huge mural of Jesus and his last dinner with his followers. Leonardo worked very hard on the painting, doing many sketches of it. And once he started painting, he'd paint from sunrise to sunset without even stopping to eat or drink. Kids, don't do that at home. Feel free to stop painting to eat and drink things. You need to do it. Don't be a Leonardo sometimes. Mira, you're up again. The next hashtag is hashtag sketchy. Would Leonardo use this hashtag because A, he always kept a notebook and was sketching in it, or B, one of his many inventions was Saturday Night Live, the sketch show? A. That's right, the answer is A. Leonardo kept many, many notebooks because he couldn't stop filling them up with ideas and drawings. He filled his notebooks for 30 years to the point that there were about 13,000 pages. That's right, 13,000 pages. Today, only 6,000 pages are known to exist, and they are considered priceless. Okay, Balthazar, this final hashtag is yours. The final hashtag is hashtag bird brain. Would Leonardo use this hashtag because A, he studied birds and their ability to fly, or B, he had a parrot who loved making fun of him? A. That's right, the answer is A. Leonardo was sure that one day people would fly. He even designed a flying machine that was kind of like a helicopter. He would buy birds in cages and set them free in an attempt to understand how they flew and how they flapped their wings, how they landed safely. Now, of course, we know that he was right. People would fly, but the airplane wouldn't be invented until 1903, hundreds of years later, by the Wright brothers, who are also in a Who Was podcast episode. Maybe go check out that episode after this one. Leonardo was a visionary, and visionaries aren't always appreciated in their time. Oof, don't I know it. And that's Hashtag History. Hashtag History. Hashtag History. Great round, everybody. This has been so much fun. We're going to take a short break while Jane tallies up the scores. Eric, please play us some flying machine music. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Salut, who was ers? C'est moi, Marie Curie. You may remember me from winning multiple Nobel Prizes or perhaps from my episode of the Who Was podcast where I played myself. I wanted to take a moment to read one of my favorite reviews about the Who Was podcast. <clears throat> this is from Shaken Bay and it reads, Loved this. Me and my little sister love this show. More please, our fave is Harriet Tobin. If you want to hear your review read on the air, make sure to subscribe, like, and review to the Uwas podcast in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Au revoir, or should I say, a bientôt! When the clock is started. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome back to the Who Was podcast. Today we're learning who was Leonardo da Vinci and who was Theodore Roosevelt. And now, back to your host, Elliot Caitlin. Thanks, B. And now without further ado, let's go take our flying machines that are kind of like helicopters to producer Jane for the scores. Oh, Elliot and B, it's still a very close game, but the panda has gone ahead with six points and the fly five. Mira six, Balthazar five. Oh, thank you. Wow, what a close game. Very close game. That fly is is right behind that panda, and who knows how things will turn out with our last game, because there's one game left to go, and it's called Converge of Greatness. In this multiple-choice game, B will read questions about where our two historical figures overlap or converge. And because this is our third game, each question is worth three points. Pick the best option as your answer. Balthazar, this first question is for you. B, you know what to do. Both Roosevelt and Da Vinci were involved in wars in their lifetimes. But while Da Vinci did not believe in war, he did A, design propaganda posters for it, or B, design uniforms for the soldiers, or C, design weapons for it. C. That's right, the answer is C. Da Vinci referred to war as a disease. However, the duke he was working for, Cesare Borgia, asked him to design weapons for his troops. Despite his feelings about war, Da Vinci did enjoy designing new and better war machinery. One of his designs was a giant crossbow that could shoot several arrows at once and would have taken several soldiers to operate. Because even though Leonardo didn't like war, he did like teamwork. Mira, this next one's for you. Both Da Vinci and Roosevelt were interested in the workings of the human body. Da Vinci spent a lot of time studying the body, while Roosevelt was a huge advocate of physical fitness because A, he thought he would grow up to be a doctor, B, he was very frail as a child, or C, he didn't pass the presidential physical fitness test. Ironic. Is it A? The answer is B. 
Roosevelt was so frail as a child that he had to stay inside due to his very severe asthma. As he got older, he worked hard to develop more strength and become more athletic, leading to Roosevelt becoming the hardy outdoorsman we know him as today. Balthazar, back to you. Both Roosevelt and Da Vinci were passionate about nature. As a boy, Da Vinci became fascinated with a specific element of nature. Which element was it? Was it A, water, B, earth, or C, air? A. That's right, the answer is A. When Da Vinci was four years old, a hurricane hit the countryside. And when he was 10, the Arno River flooded Florence. Leonardo never forgot the flood, and all his life he drew pictures of moving water. Leonardo was fascinated by water because it was a source of life and a source of destruction. Ooh, like me. Uh, Kind of. Ignore her. Mira, here's the final question. Both Da Vinci and Roosevelt were incredibly multi-talented. In fact, they had so many skills, it's easier to list things they didn't do. Which of the following is something Teddy Roosevelt did not do? Was it A, learned to speak multiple languages, B, became an expert sailor, or C, invented a new pasta shape? Which one did he not do? C. That's right, the answer is C. Sadly, Teddy never made a new pasta shape, but he did sail down Egypt's Nile River, where he discovered his love of hunting. Roosevelt also learned languages on his family's travels to Europe. He began learning German, and later he learned Latin and Greek and French. (laughs) Look, I myself have learned Elvish, so I'm no slouch either. If I ever meet an elf, I'll know exactly what to say. And that's the end of Converge of Greatness. And that sound means we're at the end of the game, and that's the end of the show. While we wait for producer Jane to tally the points, I'd love to hear from the contestants. Mira, what's your favorite thing that you learned about either Theodore Roosevelt or Leonardo da Vinci? I learned that Leonardo da Vinci didn't only paint the Mona Lisa. He painted um, the young girl with ermine, and he painted the other one. I thought... The only lady he painted was the Mona Lisa. Yeah, he painted a number of portraits of of women. It was, you know, painters, they like to paint pictures of all sorts of things that they find. And certainly ladies are something that you find when you just go walking around. Ladies are all over the place. Why not paint pictures of them? Right, Leonardo? Okay, Balthazar, what about you? What's something that was your favorite thing that you learned about either Theodore Roosevelt or Leonardo da Vinci? I um, like Leonardo da Vinci that he painted so many paintings and was ahead of his time. I saw one of his paintings in Washington, D.C. Yeah, his, his paintings are so beautiful, aren't they? And do you remember what the painting was that you saw in Washington? I forgot its name. Was it really amazing to think about, oh, this person I'm reading about, I saw one of their paintings hundreds of years after they painted it. That painting is still there and people can still look at it. And it's almost like they're talking to the artist a little bit by looking at his work. Thank you to both of you for sharing your thoughts on those amazing things about Leonardo da Vinci. And now it's time for the big moment. Jane, please announce our winner. Elliot and B, it's incredible, but the fly caught up to the panda and ran ahead with the game. Balthazar won with 11 points, Mira nine. Fantastic. Still such a close game. Mira, you should be so proud. You were a fantastic panda player. And Balthazar, congratulations on your fly win. Balthazar is our winner today. You have 10 seconds for shout outs. Who would you like to thank for your victory today? like to thank my mom for signing me up for this show and my family for helping me with the 
podcast. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and we get a cameo from Charlemagne. <laughs> that was yep. For those listening at home, Charlemagne just showed up and is just as regal and also cute as was promised earlier. Well, congratulations and congratulations, Mira, for playing a great game. Our winner and their library of choice will be receiving a selection of Who Was books. And I'm going to give my own shout out to intern Zach, Jane, Eric, Adam Protexter for being our Leonardo da Vinci, and Jane Baker for being our Mona Lisa, and to be, of course, and a big thank you to both of our contestants who played an amazing game, and a bigger even thank you to you, wherever you are, for listening. Until next time, this is Elliot Big Teeth Kalen saying, We're History. Goodbye, everybody. Got a question for any of our famous figures? Send us a voice memo at thewhowaspodcast at gmail.com. It might just end up on the show. The Who Was Podcast is produced by Radio Point, iHeartMedia, and Penguin Workshop and is based on the best-selling Who HQ series published by Penguin. This show is hosted by Elliot Kalin with co-host Megan O'Neill as B. Also starring Jane Baker as producer Jane and Mona Lisa, Eric Shackney as Eric, and Adam Protexter as Leonardo da Vinci. Our executive producers are Richard Corson, Alex Bach, Elliot Kalin, Megan O'Neill, Daniel Powell, and Houston Snyder. Executive producer for Penguin Workshop is Francesco Sedita. Executive producer for iHeartMedia is Lindsay Hoffman. This episode was written by Devin Coleman, Elliot Kalin, and Megan O'Neill. Produced by Bernie Kaminsky and Taylor Kowalski. Talent producer is Jane Baker. Theme song and music composed and performed by Eric Shackney. Edited and mixed by Kate Moldenhauer. Recorded by Joanna Samuels. Special thanks to Zach Timpson, Charlotte DeAnda, and Michael Lewis Howard. Sound services provided by Great City Post. The Who Was Podcast Because it's time to play The Who Was Podcast Who Was